<laughs> Welcome to Sci-Fi. So I was gonna say Sunday. <laughs> Sci-Fi Saturdays with the Zed. Zed. I'm and Tyler. I'm Dwayne. And what are we gonna talk about today, Tyler? Oh, we're gonna talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. And I suggested this, but then I didn't know that you weren't as enthusiastic about this. So it's one of those things that I'm all excited about and that I will just explain to you, I guess. <laughs> uh, the newest Ghostbusters movie, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I was excited about that. I still haven't had a chance to see it yet, Tyler. I wish I would have known that. I'll watch it again with you anytime you want. Uh, it, From what I got, like, it's like kind of like goes back to, from what a lot of people have read, reviews I've read and stuff about it, it kind of like goes back to the roots of Ghostbusters. Do you want, Do you remember the first one? Of all, I remember all of them. Oh, okay. Do I rewatch want... them all the time. Well, here, how about I do a quick summary of this motion picture, and then because they're all in the same universe. No. Yes. No, the girl one isn't. They're in it. Yeah, but they're not their characters. Whatever. This in the same universe. No, it's not. It's totally the same I'll, universe. I'll fight you. Hey, they're, <laughs> they they their thing is the same building, and it's the same car. It they're totally the same it's universe. Just, no, it's just. Totally no. the same universe. No. No. They're trying to say it wasn't, nope. but it totally is. Nope. Yes. No. Nope. Yes. Not even. Not even. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this movie, it starts with an old man, and he's he's driving furiously through the countryside because it's not in New York. This is the only Ghostbusters movie that doesn't take place in New York. Is it? Close to New York, those place. It takes in the movie. It takes place in Oklahoma. That is very not New York. It was filmed in Fort McLeod and Drumheller. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I remember yes. That. So that's if you don't know anything about us, the people listening. Dwayne and I are currently broadcasting from Alberta, Canada, and Fort McLeod is also in Alberta, Canada, and so is Drumheller. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in Fort McLeod. There's like the military base. There's yeah, there's like the RCMP old... thing that they do. Well, the... it's like the historical yeah. things that are kind of terrible right now. Well, always <laughs> been terrible, but it's kind of disturbing to be like, look at our history. And it's like, well, you forgot some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> our history of genocide. Yeah, it's like, that's not good. Uh, okay, so it takes place in Fort McLeod. I mean, in Oklahoma. <laughs> and That's really Fort McLeod. Yeah, but it's really Fort McLeod, and sometimes it's distracting, but I still love it. I'll get to that later. It's like watching, it's went off topic real quick. We're going to get right back on topic after this. Mm-hmm. It's like watching when you watch uh, the the DC movies that are on TV, because they're all oh, in Oh, because they're all in Vancouver? And oh, like, yeah. And it's like, it's, Absolutely. that is Vancouver. Every time, every time a CW show like goes for an exterior, I'm like, hmm, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, continue. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the old man's driving through Oklahoma, through like corn and stuff, and it's nighttime and something evil is chasing him. And so he gets to his house and he tries to trap this evil spirit into a giant something, something, giant mysterious device, but when he pushes the button, it doesn't work. And so he runs inside and he hides a trap inside on in the floor and then a spirit comes and kills him okay and then cut to a dysfunctional but lovable family 
somewhere else. I can't remember where. <laughs> in some city far away. New York? Maybe. I can't remember. But they, they get a letter and it says the mom's dad died. And it turns out that's the Egon. It was Egon Spangler. Which makes the, that's the only one that makes sense to be dead because he's actually passed dead away in real life. life. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so they this dysfunctional family was gonna get evicted anyway. So their mom says, We're gonna go check out grandpa's stuff, but she just didn't tell the kids, We're actually moving here because we have nowhere else to go. They get mad when she they actually find out. So they go to grandpa's creepy house in Fort that's McLeod. That's my question though. Okay, yep, well, because it's this that's that lore is never established. What lore? That he he where Igor Egon's from. Uh he's not from he, he doesn't go there because he's from there. He goes there for a reason. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. But you're right. Yeah, because that's never that's never a thing. But he's there for a reason. It's not so a, this so he goes there after the events of uh yes. Ghostbuster 2. Yes. Okay. Yes. They they talk about it later. They uh jumping ahead. No, it's all good, man. Where'd we get to? Oh, they go to the grandpa's farm and uh, they don't know or they don't talk about how he's a ghostbuster or the kids don't know. At least the mom has to know, but I don't know if they ever talk about that, but they're like, isn't that why she's mad at him? She's mad at him because like he just abandoned the family, but they don't know why. So she just kind of, he, Egon just like left New York. Do you have to get that? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Egon just kind of left New York, but no one knows why. And it kind of broke up the Ghostbusters and everyone's kind of mad at him because he also abandoned his family when he did that. And so she's still mad at him about that. But it was it was a long time ago. The kids never met him. It makes sense. Yeah. And the one kid is like a teenager. So they, they're in Fort McLeod and uh, they're looking through his stuff and they're they're hoping that like dead relative has some cash so they can like get back on their feet. But they get there and it's just like a haunted house. Like it's the most rundown piece of garbage. There's nothing there. They haven't inherited anything other than useless property and all that kind of junk. So this takes place during the summertime. And I don't really understand why, but that little girl, because there's a teenage boy and a little girl. You've never been able to do all that stuff in Fort McLeod in the (laughs) wintertime? Well, yeah. Okay, that is the reason, but... (laughs) <laughs> but it's 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 weird because they wanted to have one of the kids in school, but they have to make it summer school so that they can film during the summertime in Fort McLeod. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be like 10 feet of snow. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, she has to go to summer school, but I don't know why because she's crazy smart. So she doesn't really need to go to summer school. I can't remember the reason for that. I don't know why they don't just wait until the school year starts and then go to school. For some reason, she has to go to summer school. <laughs> Or just not have and have that in the movie at all. I can't remember the reason, <laughs> but it doesn't make sense because she's smart. Like she's a scientist, even though she's like a little kid, she's like smart. She's the Egon. She's the Egon. Um, and so she goes to school, and her teacher is Paul Rudd, and he's also a scientist. And he, yeah, see that that is, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not believing Paul Rudd's a scientist. I mean, after Ant Man one and two, <laughs> I did not believe that he was a. Uh, I could believe it was a hero, but I couldn't believe it. He's like, oh, he knows this shrinking stuff. Yeah, they kind of don't do that as much in the other Ant-Man movies, eh? They <laughs> no. just make him like an idiot. Yeah. But it's like, wait like... a sec, doesn't that guy have a master's in electrical blah, blah, blah or something? Yeah, he's he's not a complete idiot. But... Yeah. 
It's funny. In the second one, he's completely just. Oh yeah, and yeah, it's just a bunch of silliness. And anyway, he's a science teacher, but he's a terrible science teacher because instead of like doing science with them, he puts on a that Cujo movie about the dog that eats people, and uh, then just does his own experiments in the back. He doesn't actually teach. <laughs> and so this girl, man, I should have looked up their names. Oh, hold on. IMDb. We'll cut this part out. <laughs> the girls that uh, were in it. I just want to know the character's name, so I'm not just saying girl, because there's multiple genders. I could see that. Most uh, places have that. So, uh, so, oh, Phoebe, that was her name. The little girl is Phoebe, and the teenage boy is Trevor. So those are the two kids. And then the other people, I'll just call Mom and uh, Paul Rudd. So, so those are the four people so far. So Phoebe is like bored by this movie and she goes back to check out this dude's experiments, the teacher. And the teacher uh, drops some exposition about how there's earthquakes going on there and they're nowhere near fault lines or like fracking or anything that would make any kind of tremors. But there's the whole town is shaking randomly and mysteriously. No one understands why. I wonder, is that true though? I don't know. It depends. I didn't look it up. Maybe it depends on where in Oklahoma you are. Let's find out. Anyways, continue. But for the purposes of the story, there are no nearby fault lines. And so, okay. So the other thing about how I recap this to you is when I watched it for the first time, I had to leave the theater like five times because I kept getting phone calls for work. (laughs) You were that guy. Yeah, I was that guy. It was terrible. The guy I always look at, like, I'm like, why are you? It's like before the action movie, why are you getting up and leaving? It was, it timed out so that every time there's an action sequence, my phone rang and I missed every single one except the ending. And so I, there might be some inconsistencies in the story when you go to watch it, but please forgive me. I have watched it since at home, but I'm still trying to figure out in my mind what happens next. It doesn't matter. So what happens next is that Phoebe girl, the little girl finds the trap that Egon hid in the house. And uh, then Paul Rudd helps helps her open it and they accidentally unleash a ghost. And then they have to go catch it. And while all this is going on, they also like wander around the house and slowly discover that her grandpa was a ghostbuster. And so she finds like the proton pack and her and her friend like power it up and get it working again and the older brother trevor finds the ecto-1 car and he like fixes it up so that they can drive it around it has like one of probably one of the coolest irons oh it's great (laughs) i love it so much and then he goes tearing through the field and that just was so great to me and and so they get the ecto-1 and the uh what's that thing proton pack and they go ghost hunting and they get this ghost and so they catch him but then uh they get arrested (laughs) because they were driving around shooting lasers and form a cloud so a nuclear power plaque on your back yeah exactly like in the first one they're like (laughs) you shouldn't be able to do that and the guy was right he was just a jerk oh yeah absolutely (laughs) shouldn't be walking around with like nuclear power packs on their backs oh yeah going around absolutely You were, yes, <laughs> yes. They didn't do that as much in this one, but they should have. Uh, and the, the other storyline is with the brother, and he is in Drumheller, which is apparently next door to Fort McLeod. 
in Oklahoma. That was really threw me off in the movie. Like sometimes they'd be like out on the prairie and then sometimes they'd be like in the badlands. <laughs> I'd be like Fort McLeod and Drumheller are not that close. You can't do those things. Sometimes it hurts. They do brain. that all the time though. Like the same thing oh, when, I know. They, when they did Spider-Man to or the, the amazing Spider-Man two, and they're like New York city. And it's like that street that <laughs> leads to Times Square. And I was like, there is no street that leads to Times Square from in anywhere in New York city. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? That is a hundred. How do you get to if there's no streets that lead there? Well, you go train. Either train it. No, 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 not street. Like this. Like there, there's like there's. It's not like here where like you. There's a there's a legitimate street of houses of homes that lead downtown that you could walk from. Oh, you can't walk from a residential area in New York City and in. Oh, I'm in Times. That leads directly to Times Square. Oh, that doesn't happen. There, like you. There's things in the way, and it would take too long. Well, that and it's on an island. Are there no? I don't know anything about New York. Are there it's, no houses on the island? No. It's all apartments. Oh, Manhattan okay. and stuff. It's all, I think, I shouldn't say 100%. No freestanding houses? If they are, there'd be a, they'd be out. Like, they'd be way out. Oh, okay. They wouldn't be, like, on the island. Anyways, continue. Well, yeah. Anyway, it threw me off every time they would switch from Badlands to Prairie because I knew how far apart they were. And it's, like, hours and hours apart instead of minutes and minutes. But the brother, Trevor, is going to go to the Badlands and... They find like I wonder. Does did you, <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many people from Oklahoma actually saw that? Like I've never seen this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, I don't think there's Badlands in Oklahoma. There are in like one of the Dakotas, but not in. They're probably. I've never seen this. I'm <laughs> probably looking for it right now. You're like it's not there. <laughs> yes, it's really scenic. That looks good. We should find it. <laughs> yeah, we should go look it. <laughs> not there. It doesn't exist. I'm sorry, Oklahoma. Um, but they've. In the Badlands, they find a mysterious cave with mysterious carvings. And it turns out it's an old selenium mine. What is selenium? It is the substance used to build the skyscraper in the first Ghostbusters movie. So the person who built that... You mean the second? No, first one. I'm sure. Because the first one, if you remember, that skyscraper oh, was yeah. designed... Yeah, to be a gateway to bring in that yes, 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 gozer. So this mine is where that person got the material from to build the skyscraper. Mm. And okay, a bunch of stuff happens. Ghostbuster stuff. They're <laughs> discovering things. They get thrown in jail. The little girl, but not for using <laughs> nuclear power. No, that's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they get put like all that stuff gets like locked up as evidence. The Ecto one and everything like they don't have anything anymore. Okay. And the little girl gets one phone call, and instead of calling her mom, she calls Paul Ray Stance, which is what's that actor's name? Is it the black guy? No, it's the. Hold on, Ray Dan Aykroyd. Calls um, Dan Aykroyd, and if you remember, Dan Aykroyd owned a book, an occult bookshop in the second one, and so he still works there in this universe, and he's not a taxi driver like in the female-led. <laughs> was that on air? Were we arguing about that, or is that after or before? Uh, that was on air. Okay, just pointing that out. Uh, so she calls that guy, and that's where you get all the exposition was about. Was he in that one? The female-led one? Or did he die? No, already? he died already. Okay. So the that's when Ray drops all the exposition about how Egon took all our equipment and ran away because he was obsessed with the end of the world, but we didn't understand and blah 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 blah. But they couldn't build new equipment. 
they're all geniuses. Well, it's not like they're like dumb. That, well, you'll see. That comes up at the end. Okay. Um. And how does this? How does this? Somehow. Oh, right. When she finds the trap and unleashes the thing, I think it's a uh, one of those dog guys from the first one. Remember? Yes. The gatekeeper and the key master. Yes. And so she releases the one and it goes and it infects Paul Rudd. And then the other one infects the mom. And uh, so they got to save those two. And they find out like in the mine, there's like this pit of, I don't know, evil spirits or it's like a portal just like on the top of the skyscraper. And if the key master and the, the same plot as the first one, if they get together, then they can open the portal and terrible things will happen because Gozer comes through or whatever. And so they got to find a way to not just stop, close the portal because that's what they did in the first one. They got to like trap the Gozer and the spirits. Mm. And uh, so through, through the whole movie, everyone, all the townspeople make fun of Egon. They're like, he was a crazy person. He was dirt farmer because they called him dirt farmer. Cause the, uh, he would, like plow the fields around his house, but he never planted anything. So they oh. thought he was crazy, but what he was actually doing was like building a giant trap, like the, the ones they use to catch ghosts. Oh, okay. And so at the beginning of the movie, he was trying to activate the giant trap, but it didn't oh, that work. Old man was he. Yes. The old man was. Dun, Egon. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And so Phoebe and Trevor, along with their friends podcast and, some random girl. They don't need the names. <laughs> well, I just looked it up. Apparently it's Lucky, but I, that's the first time I've ever heard that. <laughs> Her character's name is Lucky. But they... They probably just did that because they're like, oh, we can't just have this person nameless. <laughs> no, that's absolutely right. So they... Uh, I can't remember exactly the process, but they lure all the the evilness to the house and try and capture it. And... The, the standard kind of climax thing, like it'll work and then it doesn't work and then it'll work and then it doesn't work. And then at the very end, the Ghostbusters show up. The original Ghostbusters. So like Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and Ernie Hudson. Who was probably my favorite Ghostbuster because he wasn't like a genius like the rest of them. No, he's just working class. Yeah, like he's just like and doesn't understand either. And in this one, them. he like turned out the best because he's like super rich because he just started investing in things. So he's like a successful businessman and he like funds Ray's shop, even though Ray never turns a profit. (laughs) So he just pays for everything. And yeah, anyway, so they show up and they have proton packs. So that part earlier in the movie where it's like, they stole all our stuff and we can't be Ghostbusters anymore. It's like, it's just showed up with like all your Ghostbusters stuff. <laughs> Sounds like uh, you didn't want to be Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you guys didn't try very hard. <laughs> you tried that one as a, an excuse. Also, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray look old. Like they're old in this movie. But Ernie Hudson looks amazing in this movie. Like That's true. Because Bill Murray, well, even in, the, the, what's that zombie movie he was? Zombie oh, Zombieland? Zombieland? I didn't watch Or Zombieland? Yeah, he looked old in that too. Yeah. And he's been in a few where I was like, wow, you didn't age well but like there's well he aged normally <laughs> he didn't oh, age yeah. like hollywood so he looks normal oh yeah that's true but there's a couple times where they like get thrown to the ground and it's like Ooh. and his dad and his and his son's uh i think it's a I can't remember if his son's a coach 
So Bill you see, Murray? yeah. So you see his son at like, uh, or you see him at like basketball games. Oh, really? The sons of Co- <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, I didn't know that. uh, That's awesome. Yeah. So Bill Murray's great. Anyway, yeah, Dan Aykroyd's crazy. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about Dan Aykroyd, but he believes in not that a- believing in aliens is crazy, but like how he believes in it, I think it's pretty out there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to research that later. That sounds like science fiction. We can do a Dan Aykroyd episode. Science fiction, yeah, you know, it'd be interesting. Went, he's, he created the Ghostbusters. He was the reason for it. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a he has some good ideas, and then he just oh, yeah. like then I think after like after his fame, didn't he like start a like a tequila brand or something? But it's like inside a crystal skull. He might have, but he was like he was just like wow. right out there. <laughs> <laughs> he was great in this movie though. Oh yeah, he can still act. He just when you're like talking to him one on one and not acting, you like it's like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise can still act, but if you oh, talk yeah, to him, he, you talk yeah, that's to him, definitely <laughs> that's like, definitely one of those things where it's like I really enjoy Tom Cruise movies, but uh, him in real life, <laughs> probably not as it's cool. like what is going on? Hey, can you pretend to be one of those characters that you know? <laughs> <laughs> just talk to me that way? Yeah, exactly. that person would talk to me. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Um, oh yeah. So anyway, they're trying to defeat. Gozer, who's arrived and the trap isn't working and they're trying to, they got like their proton packs and they're shooting their beams at her and then Is they, it a her? Because I was always confused Oh, it's in, at them because I think it's a he's go, he's go, Yeah, that's what I was like, I thought I thought like in the, in the first one, I was like Well, I, I said her because it's played by a woman in this one It's um, it's played by, wasn't, is it the same woman? That no, 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 it's someone famous Scroll down, what's your problem? It, she's uncredited. What it was? Um, it's that name I can never remember. You know the one I can never remember, right? Olivia Wilde. One of the Olivias. Okay. Not Mun. I think. I think it's Olivia Wilde. Okay. <clears throat> I definitely recognized her, and then I looked it up after. She was uncredited, but it is her. But anyway, they're trying to like the beams, and they can't hold her, and they. Little girls like sliding backwards because it's so powerful she can't hold it. But then the spirit of Egon holds on with her. And then through the power of family, they're able to defeat Gozer. And it's a really special moment. Which doesn't make sense because you'd be like, Egon, you're a ghost. We need to put you in a, <laughs> in a trap. <laughs> oh, that would have been funny if they got Egon afterwards. He just kind of like disappears after and like floats up. Yeah, because if particles. ghosts can do that, maybe you don't need to like, I don't know, put them in a trap forever. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's kind of messed up. I wonder what it's like in that trap. Probably not fun. No, probably not. Because you're in that trap forever. Yeah. Like until until they turn off the power, you're stuck in there. Well, yeah. So that's basically the end of the movie. But one of the teasers is they go back to the old place and that old trap in the basement where they store everything, like that big red thing on the wall. Yeah. And it starts like glitching out, like something's gonna happen and all the things are gonna break free. Like did it defest them? Like in, a, like in the first, uh, was well, that the first both, one or the second? Both of them. They both did the same thing. <laughs> they didn't really change. Yeah. So anyway, that thing might fail anyway, and then they'll go get their revenge on those kids, I guess. Or maybe the Ghostbusters, if they're still alive in real life. I'm not Who sure. Who knows? <laughs> so anyway, that is Ghostbusters the plot. Afterlife. Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's a pretty good plot. Sounds pretty good. I've, I've watched the synapse on it. Um, it does look pretty interesting. Um, and like I said, I've heard that it's the best Ghostbusters. Well, it's the best sequel 
to the Ghostbusters. Oh, it's easily the best sequel, even though it's the exact same plot as the first one. Well, that's what probably made it the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I have a question about that later. But first, I want to say, oh, do you want to hear about like some of the science behind how those devices work? Are these like real science? or like, This is what like... the internet told me about. <laughs> okay. So just so everybody's on the same page, the proton packs are those things they wear on their back and they shoot something that looks like a laser, but it's more like a lasso. And it's like a pla- isn't it like plasma? It's a particle stream. Yeah, so plasma. Sure. Because <laughs> it's touch it. If you can touch it, it'd be plasma. Because a laser you can't touch. No, you can't. It's not. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You so can't it, touch it. So it'd be like a... I mean, it's not like a laser. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Um, And then, so they grab the ghost with those proton packs, like a lasso, like a... Yeah. Not like a laser, but it looks like a laser and it wraps around them and traps and holds yeah, them. Yeah, how do those have distance? Does that say the science say that? No, <laughs> that's the fiction part of it. It's like it's like the lightsaber because I think they retract their streams because they want to line it up with the trap. Remember? Yeah. So it's they can somehow they can control the distance, but I don't know how. <laughs> and so they they get they contain the ghost with those things, and then they have to throw out a trap. And the trap is like one end is a pedal you step on, and the other end is this like. Kleenex box sized box that you throw across the room and it's connected by a wire. And when you step on the pedal, the box opens and it sucks, and it sucks down the ghost. Why can't the ghost get it? Because they're made out of the same things. I'll, um, I'll talk about it. So this is according to the bore.org. I have no idea what that site is, but it came up on my Google results. So the ghosts are made up of psychokinetic energy, which is comprised of three parts, electrons, neutrons, and a substance called ectoplasm. Which is fiction. That part's fiction. I mean, there is, because I looked up ectoplasm too. <laughs> there is a part of a cell, of some cell, I can't remember the details. That is ectoplasm. But this, they're talking about the physical substance of like, ghosts, supernatural stuff. So both the electron and ectoplasm have negative charge, thus making the ghost negatively charged. The proton pack then emits a particle stream consisting of protons and raw nuclear energy, like Dwayne was saying before. They have like nuclear generators on their back. Yeah. <laughs> so none of them can have, have kids. Never it's kind of surprising. Egon had kids, even though he hauled around a nuclear power pack. And it's like on their hip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nonsense. Going into their into their That's probably why that family's so messed up. Probably. <laughs> nuclear radiation. Uh the electric charges attract so the positive and negative attract trapping the ghost in the stream uh, where it's kind of like a lasso. And then the trap works the same way. So inside there's positively charged laser grid that keeps the ghost trapped. And it's the same thing for that big red jail oh. they have. And it's, it's the same thing. It's just bigger with more lasers. Interesting. So that's, that's how it works. Oh, interesting fact. I know this part of the movie. What? The movie was shot was filmed by Egon's son. No. No? The director's son. Harold Ramis. Was it maybe the producer? Because I swear like it was like Egon, it was, Egon's so, son was like one of the Oh wait, maybe that's right. No, I think you're right. I'm an idiot. Yeah, like it was like his son. That was like the cool thing about it. They're like, oh, it's shot by his son. Oh no, you're right, you're right. I it's so, right. it was directed, yeah, by his son. See, you're not crazy. That's me clicking on it. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I got it mixed up. Because that, that was a, that was like it was like the, that's what people loved about it. Because it was like almost like a uh, 
no, 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 no. Who plays? Hold on. And he looks like him too, eh? <laughs> Just like looking at him. Sorry. <coughs> oh no, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, you got son. Yes, that, son. That's probably also why they could get all the Ghostbusters back. Oh, for the, sure. Because those guys loved them. Plus, this story is way better than that other story. Even though they all came back for that movie anyway. I never understood that. Like, oh, we're not going to come back for Ghostbusters. Because but then think, they were all in that movie. <laughs> because I think what was going to happen with that, because like they went crazy. Like, Ghostbusters went ham on that. Like the whole story behind that when they made the Ghostbusters with the old girls is that they like there's the studio actually made like a ghostbuster like town and thing they were gonna that was gonna like launch a franchise oh and so they should have had a better story (laughs) that's what they wanted to do hey man they (laughs) hollywood always likes to jump the gun actually so they had like a whole thing ready for it to go and then it failed and so this i think this is supposed to be is going to launch that franchise right i hope they make another one that'd be awesome oh they will like like now that they've made like hollywood always does that they make success they They should do another one and like bring back those girls and like do it for real with like people who know what they're doing yeah rather than that garbage that they uh and then it's not and again it's not because they were girls that that movie was bad no it was because it was was because that was badly written yeah. and they and they well there were it's not terrible like there were some things i liked but the story That's didn't make terrible. sense and there's a reason there's no sequel <laughs> yes. and it was like long like it just went on and like the internal logic didn't and, always jive and it was like what is this like these jokes aren't that funny <laughs> the thing is like this is a bad thing because i think uh mccartney jessica mccartney uh melissa melissa mccarthy mccarthy like I think she's a talented uh, person, yeah, but she, is. she she's just super has, funny in lots of things. But she's just not. She's except when she's made movies. When she's the lead, she's not funny, and the movies suffer. <laughs> like, yeah, she's, not, she's never had a movie where she's been the lead and it's been like good in that, a long time. That Paul Feige guy. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it, but I've never been a big fan of his movies. So like, but Kate McKinnon's so funny, and she's great in that movie actually. But and I think also the women, the women that they had, um, their humor doesn't match what they were trying to do. No, there was something wrong tonally with that movie. They didn't quite figure out. No, yeah. So like, it just it just was a mess, and it was way too long. But whatever, we're not talking about that movie. No, we're not. The. Uh... Ghostbusters Afterlife. So the so the main reason that I love this movie so much is because it's like straight out of my childhood. Because when I was obsessed with Ghostbusters was the time that I lived on the prairies where they filmed these things. Like I'm not from Fort McLeod, but I'm from what looks like Fort McLeod. Fort McLeod was like a big town compared to where I grew up, <laughs> which is funny. Because Fort McLeod's not that big. <laughs> Fort McLeod's real small. But like I, I'm almost sure I've had thoughts about like driving around in a wheat field in the Ecto one. I'm sure I've had thoughts like that before as a child or like just bombing around town in the Ecto one. This like, is my question. Hanging though. out with my friends and hunting ghosts and stuff. If you really did that, would the Ecto one 
no. be able to drive. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Just get stuck in the oh, no, When I was watching that part, I'm like, that's a really like level field. Like it's super smooth. <laughs> you never hit like a slight divot to like go launching through the air. <laughs> it wasn't realistic at all. But it well, was I, was thinking, I was thinking more because the Ecto the Ecto one's like wheels are covered on the back. Yeah. So it would just get like oh, lo- yeah. it was... locked into the ground. Oh, yes. It's just, <laughs> it wasn't realistic at all. Uh, yeah. But I loved, it was just, it was like the perfect movie for me because of my childhood and my love of Ghostbusters. It was like a Ghostbusters movie that took place in my childhood. Yeah. And, and, and like, I, I do plan to get to see it. I just haven't put it on any thing that I'm streaming right I, now. I bought it. You should come over and watch it sometime. We'll do that. I didn't know you hadn't watched it. Otherwise, we would have definitely watched it already. Because <laughs> I want to watch it again. Uh, I love that the kid actors in that movie were actually good actors. Like, they weren't annoying. Like, sometimes kid actors are. Well, the, when, you, when it's your dad's property, you're going to, like... I know. He did you, a good job. You're probably... Mo- like, I guess not... I shouldn't say that you are. Because there's been guys that, like, done their yeah. dad's stuff. Case in point, the new uh, Lord of the Rings that may or may not be good. Like... The jury's out on that one, but he's also a son. The Christopher Tolkien? Yeah. You're talking? Yeah, he's never made a good book. Is he involved with that new thing? Yeah. Oh, cool. So like <laughs> and and then he hasn't made a very good he's never made a good book since <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that's because it's not science fiction. It's way better. Um yeah, the kids weren't annoying, which was good. Because the movie relies heavily on the kids' storyline, way more than Paul Rudd and the mom. Uh, I was fine with the fact that the story was the same as the first one. So maybe I'll close with this question for you. Um, because this movie, like it's almost, it's not beat for beat, but it's basically the same plot as the first Ghostbusters movie. But I loved this. But if you look at like the force awakens and how it's basically the same story as a new hope, but I didn't super like that movie. Like I like this movie. What do you think the difference is? Because they both retread the I first movies say, of their franchise. I would say I can barely hear me now. The pro, sorry, it's just like it keeps buzzing, and I'm not oh. sure why that's buzzing. Let's try to see if I can if I turned it down. Uh, I would say it's because and maybe it's my it's mine that's buzzing. Anyways, I would say it's because. That one was fan service. And yes, people would be like, oh, this is fan service too. But how much of those characters, like the the main character. Of which one? Of Star Wars. Or, I mean, of, uh, like in both of them. Okay. How many of the main, like the main, the past characters in, you go all three, because you'd have to add all three to do it. How many, like, relies so heavily on the past characters? Way more than this does this like you just said this one replies more more so on the kids the other characters are just oh, there oh i see what where you're like, saying like where it's like whoa it's like when, when we're like oh it's luke's lightsaber like how many were excited like oh ray's just gonna go give him his lightsaber and it's gonna be like really cool and we were just like no we want to see luke oh I and then see. when you saw han solo you're like oh han solo and then when you saw leia you're like leia and the same thing when you saw um uh, Lando. Lando. The same thing when you saw Lando. Well, not as much because they didn't really. They think maybe they've learned. And then, <laughs> and then you put Palpatine in it. Like you know, like it was just all based on 
the past. It wasn't like yeah. a new story that they're going into. It was like, oh, it was just all the stuff that we're returning, but it's like the past. Where this one seems like it's the future. It's like actually moving the story forward. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. So, Ghostbusters relies more on new characters, but it's still telling the same story. But it uses like past elements. Well, and how many, strategically. But how many kids like haven't seen Ghostbusters? Like the kids Most. are probably exactly <laughs> like Star Wars. Oh, that could be part of it too. Is that? Well, that yeah, that they haven't seen it. But like, I also think just Star Wars is Star Wars. Well, Star Wars is fo- falls from the same problem that they've always fallen in. Is that they just go in the same the same box? They're like, oh, <laughs> it has to be connected to the Jedi somehow. It oh, has to be connected yeah. to. The Sith somehow like it's never uh, okay. it's never like like they remember like we're gonna make a bounty hunter movie with nothing yes with no Jedi's no like they can't they always no, have that some Je- they always even have the Mandalorian they yeah. can't do it they always have to have some Jedi in it they always have to have some something that element of the past like wouldn't it be cool just like you know, they didn't know about this war that ha- this galactic war oh yeah that'd and be it's awesome just, and it's just the aftermath of it so like you're like oh like cool if they they showed some pieces of it but it was like. Yes, but it's not connected because it was like, yeah, we're living our lives after. Like, no. We're not living our lives connected to this event. That's interesting. Yeah, that totally makes sense to me. Where I think that's where it's seeming like Ghostbusters is better because they're going the future. Like, it moves the story ahead. Yeah. Interesting. Not relying on, or maybe not the story, but it develops new characters at least. Yeah, okay. so who can carry the story somewhere else? And it explains that oh, that like it's like they've even you're like oh, we're fighting ghosts still. Like it, that means okay, like we were saying, they live in a box forever until that <laughs> box turns off. So that means they're gonna have somebody else that needs to fight them. Yeah, all the time. Like it's even the cartoon, the new cart, the not the new cartoon, but the, the cartoon. old cartoon. Oh, man, I watch that all the time. I remember nothing. No, the two thousand. It's like the two thousand and I think nine. Was there cartoon? was there a new cartoon? Yeah, there's a newer one or more realistic and of yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, and oh. that that story was Egon trained new Ghostbusters. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's not canon. No. Interesting. But okay, well, whatever. That's cool. Thank you for that insight. It was bothering me. I was thinking about that. Well, for the last hour when I was writing all this stuff, I was like, wait a sec. Force Awakens is a retread, and this is a retread, but I love this, and I don't like. Yeah, because it's not relying on the past. Yeah. Like everything, like when you. Rely... Even though it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And when you lie on the past, it's like, well, this is the past. Like you're always. You gonna can't look... like rely on the past and sacrifice the future of the franchise. Yeah, and... like it's like, well, you built three characters. That's char- definitely what happened in the yeah, sequel you, trilogy. You built three characters, and one of them you just threw to the wayside. The other one, you changed his storyline that no, makes no okay. sense. We'll argue about that later. <laughs> but anyways, so <laughs> okay. next week. Next week. It's going to be Star Wars. Oh, yes. We're going to talk about Star Wars movies versus Star Wars TV shows. Which has been doing it better. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Great debate. The debate continues. So anyways. Oh, yeah. Sure Hit two. us up on all the social medias. If you have a suggestion or a movie you want us to talk about or a book or anything, we'll talk about it, whatever it is, because then we don't have to come up with an idea ourselves. <laughs> That's true. And it was really good the last time that happened. Yeah, because we got to talk about Eternals. That's always fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, did I tell you? Do you want? <laughs> so we were talking about this Irish guy during the Eternals. 
But the the one guy I was talking about is actually <laughs> Scottish. So I apologize to all the Scots and all the Irish people out there. Hey, maybe you guys didn't have uh, accents that are so similar. <laughs> I mean, they're not similar. They're not. I'm just at all. bad at life. <laughs> they're not similar at all, and they actually, I think their root. The reason they have accents is because actually English is not their first language. Oh any yeah, of them. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I apologize because Icarus is from Scotland, but that doesn't. He still shouldn't have had an accent at the beginning of the movie. That's all I'm trying to say. Why would you name yourself Icarus if you have a Scottish accent? Well, because the Icarus that we know got inspired by him. <laughs> That's why, Dwayne. Because one time he flew too close to the sun while wearing wax wings or something. Yes. And his dad made it out. Sure. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Bye.